Hi guys and welcome back to the FPL Max Reaction Podcast. This is episode 14. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded, so we've got loads to catch up on today. We're going to cover some fixtures to target, we're going to co- cover some players to target, some players that me and Max are looking to bring in or just, just feel like the, that you guys should know, uh, should be aware of those players looking forward. Um, we're going to cover dodgy differential, pick free and loads of other stuff. Um, so how are you, Max? It's good to catch up. Yeah, I'm good. Um, well, I could be better with the Arsenal results recently, but you know, as it is, is what it is. Um, but yeah, mm. I'm well. How how are you doing, Lewis? Yeah, could be better with the Chelsea results, you know. But <laughs> same same position as me. Um, yeah. But yeah, is what it is. You can't. Maybe we should. Yeah, we should probably just not talk about the Premier League on this one. That'll be quite. That'll be that'll be all right, wouldn't it? But um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about the the week we've just had, um, and obviously the uh, rank change and 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 some other stuff. So I'm going to let you go through your team first, Max, um, and just to sort of graph how you've done in terms of rank and stuff. Because I know you were um, you were doing really well, weren't you, um, a couple of weeks back? Yeah, so I've been doing okay recently. So, um, but yeah, if I jump straight into it, so. Game week 15, in goal I had Sanchez, um, which got me three points, which, you know, a save point is what it is. Um, yeah. I'll uh, I'll take it, but, um, I mean, Southampton be doing quite well at the moment. Now, from the back, you know, not so long ago, big at the back was the the way to move, go forward. Um, but recently it's not been the case. Um, I mean, I had Cancelo with two points, Um with them conceding one goal against Watford. Luckily, I did have Alexander-Arnold, who got me nine points, yeah, which was um, much needed. Um, he grabbed all the bonus points. Rudiger, who, which, as you know, he did not yeah. get um, as many points as he should have. One point um, in the loss against West Ham. Now, I did originally have Smith-Rowe starting, but, of course, he had in, hurt his groin and was pulled out, which meant White did come in. Um, I thought White played quite well. I mean, he but he saved us a few times with his shots, but then on the other hand, he does give the ball away sometimes when he when he mm. moves forward with the ball. Um, but I think it was his you know, fault for the. Was it his fault for the second goal? Uh, well, like I he, don't know. Yeah, I mean, he, I he could watching, have said. Yeah. It's one of those ones where I would say it was Tavares because he didn't react quick enough, but. Um, either way, you know, he, he, um, they, uh, you know, they, they, Everton beat, beat Arsenal 2-1 and, and it, with a goal conceded, it meant I only got one point. Um, I mean, you could say, you could say that, you know, he, he went, he went past, cause I know Gray, I think he, it might've been White that he went past to have the shot, I believe. So yeah, you could yeah, say because I think, I think I'm getting, if there's one thing I love about Arsenal, it's Arsenal TV. I think it's absolutely hilarious, and I, d- I don't really watch it anymore, to be honest. And they go absolutely mental. And he, I saw a video of him calling uh, Ben White a fraud and everything. Oh, I just couldn't, I just but, couldn't contain it because he got so angry. Um, but yeah, I don't want to go were, off topic here, so I'll let you carry on. With they team. always get so angry. I mean, t- to be honest, most Arsenal fans. I mean, I, I don't mind them. So, there's only like, 
there's a couple on there that kind of know what they're you know you you maybe pay attention to but mm. most of them don't know what they're talking about half the time and and it's just for entertainment purposes and they they do well when arsenal play poorly and that's how they've that's how they've kind of got their following because everyone just takes a piss out of them um, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah moving away from arsenal because you know everton as i'm mentioned before the podcast you lewis they hadn't won since september i think they won one game in nine and we go we go and play them and then they beat us 2-1 so yeah as you can as you can imagine i wasn't too happy <laughs> and, and it's of course if you watch that game i i needed to get this off my chest how on earth you can't give a red card to godfrey i don't know if you saw a clip of it lewis I did actually, yeah, and I, I do think that was um, I do think that he was Godfrey was absolutely like woeful during that whole game, wasn't he? But yeah, oh, he I, was, I don't know. He was, he was like dang, yeah. he was very dirty in his tackle. Mm. I mean, it's fine being fair, but stamping on a player's face and then pretending that you didn't do it is, is yeah. another thing. And he's usually a good the... defender, to be honest. So I was quite surprised at his, his overall game, but yeah, he had a shock when he he um, he definitely I think should have gone off for that. Um, I didn't with Mike Dean Ruffin. You know, you can't. I don't know what you. He goes over to VAR and then doesn't even. I don't know what he's looking at. To be perfectly honest, but, but yeah. Before I'll we go on a tangent about Mike, uh, Mike Dean, because he is. Yeah, because that's another story. Show, that's for another a, another a show day. Pony, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, so your team, uh, but yes, Yotta. Three points from Yotta. Um, clean sheet, not ideal considering he should have scored. I mean, I don't know how he missed a, a chance, but is what it is. Captain Salah, which was twelve points again, a return could have been better because I had Son who got me 13 points, um, a goal and an assist and two bonus points. Yeah. Rafinha, five points. Um, got a yellow card, but got the assist. Uh, Benteke and Watkins, two points apiece up top, which wasn't ideal because I thought Watkins got got a goal disallowed and he should have scored another chance. Um, he was so unlucky, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Watkins, I, I was... he, should have, he should have scored, I think. I think he, um, that would have helped me a lot. But overall, 53 points and a rank rise from 68k to 57k. Um, so, in all, all fly in. Fly overall, in I'd, I'd take it. Um, yeah, I'd take it. But it's a bit frustrating considering I think um, Emil Smith-Rowe, I think, would have done well if he played. And I think mm. Watkins was unlucky not to score. But yeah, overall, I'm happy with the direction I'm going. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it sounds, it sounds like you've had a good week. You're heading towards the top 50k, which is where, you, you know... You, You'd, you'd be happy with that. You'd take it, wouldn't you? Um, my week was a little bit different. Um, so I I had Sanchez. He got three points. He didn't get to keep a clean sheet. Cancelo, um, it was that sort of week where big at the back wasn't fantastic. Cancelo got two points. Um, Trent got nine. He's always reliable, isn't he? Um, Trent, um, more reliable than the likes of Cancelo, Alonso and James. Anyway, because Alonso got one point. James got zero points. Um Williams came on for Smith Rowe, who didn't play, which was really, really annoying because my, my my sort of week started horrifically. Then it sort of went, it was going in the right direction with Son because Son got the thirteen points. Um, at the same time, at the same time, uh, Rafina got the assist. He got the five points. Um, so that was an eighteen point, um, eighteen points from the two o'clock kickoffs, which I really needed. Um, Salah obviously got the assist in the for pretty much everyone in the world Sissoko came on so for Tony so I had two players that didn't actually play um Tony didn't start because of COVID 
So, um, and Gabriel Jesus didn't actually start either. So three players that I, did, I had that didn't start, Jesus obviously featured towards the end and then got himself bloody injured, didn't he? Um, so overall, how long is he out that for? Well, it, you know what, perhaps like he's he he sort of uses sort of knocks as an excuse not to play them, so he can fit other people into his team. So I imagine Jesus might not get a game now for for um, for at least a week. But I've not heard anything specific about the um, about the injury, you know, itself. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's where that's where I was at. I, I got forty nine points, so it was pretty. It was it's been a pretty, I want to say, good couple of weeks because I've been my rank's been terrible. It was six hundred k when we started recording, um, so I've had two weeks back to back of small green arrows. Um, so I went up another forty k to five hundred and sixty k. So I mean. I mean, if you look at my rank history in the last eight, in the last seven or eight game weeks, I've probably had seven green arrows straight. But because mm. they're so small, it's it's a very slow. I mean, it's it's good that it's in the right direction. That's what I want. It's just the arrows are really small, um, and they could have been a lot lot better if we didn't have so many injuries and I know December is supposed to be this hectic time and obviously with the return of COVID you know it, it's going to cause chaos on teams and we've seen that this week actually haven't we and a couple of things I did want to mention um, was that Spurs obviously they came out today that Spurs have, have now got eight players that have tested positive for COVID um, they've got five members of staff um, also tested positive for COVID. So some of those players rumoured are Son, Emerson Royale, Lucas, Ben Davis. So I've seen some news today that it's likely um, that the Spurs game gets um, postponed. So that's very likely. I've also seen a Ben Krellin tweet that also says that um, not only could not only could that get postponed, um, but the, the, the midweek game on the Thursday um, which is, you know, it's it's not great, is it? Um, especially when we've got players like Emil Smith Rowe, which I know is a groin injury, isn't it? What have you heard about that? I heard it's just it's more well from what I saw, it was precaution to not to not play him on against Everton um, on the Arsenal site. It's he said that it was precaution, and when he added it last game, but um, I'm hoping he plays um, in our you know in our upcoming game. Um, against Southampton. I mean, it, I, I know FPL have got it up for 75% chance of playing, but considering he's he's rested now for that game, and if it was only precaution, I would hope, you know, he plays. Either way, you know, with the news you mentioned on Son and, of course, Emil Smith-Rowe, I think it's start, and, of course, the heavy Christmas period, it's been, uh, is of course, quite imperative that you have some cover on your bench. Yeah. So again, we saw that Tony was out as well. I'm assuming you have Tony as well, Max. Yeah, so I had Tony. He was originally starting, but I then so but Ben Teke came in. I've got I forgot to mention that. So yeah, um, Tony's got COVID, I believe, at the moment, hasn't he? So he's currently mm. out from his. So he's sort of out. I've I've heard that he's going to be out for a couple of game weeks as well, which 
you know, isn't players are dropping all over the place, (laughs) especially for me as well, because I've I've got Gabriel Jesus out. I've got Tony with COVID. We've got Son with COVID now as well. Um, So we'll we'll have a look at 11, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I I expect there's going to be a lot of hits in the community. I've even seen, um, I've even seen some tweets saying they're going to use um, um, a free hit, which I advise not (laughs) no one to take. Um, at all but um, I imagine there's going to be some hits it's going to be an okay to take at least one hit I'd say um, because no one wants to be going out with eight or nine players and, and benching you know the likes of Tony and Son when they're probably going to be out potentially for two three weeks itself as well uh, themselves as well so again you want playing players in um, especially when you know there's, there's so many issues at the moment you want squad that you want bench depth as well uh, which is something everyone should be aiming for but we're going to have a look at the fixtures ahead and we're going to have a look at some of the players that are amongst those fixtures as well max so i think if we just go through uh, a player each until we've finished um and you can start if you want okay so i primarily put focused on forwards and midfielders um in my in my players to target uh, reason being of course you know I'll, I'll know with players have been you know people say in the past go big at the back but at the moment we're seeing some improved form from forwards I think the first player that jumps out at me is Ronaldo um, last four game weeks he's had 15 attempts he's had two goals and if you look at the United fixtures coming up now he's um He's definitely someone that you need to consider. Um, I mean, I, he does cost a lot of money, and that is one thing that will, of course, uh, mm. impact if you can get him or not, and how many moves we have to make, and if you've got a playing bench or not, and how many. Because the problem is at the moment, as you mentioned, Lewis, you know, if you've got two or three players that have COVID, or and you've got another player that's not playing, and you then want to bring in Ronaldo, but the player you want to bring him in for is actually playing, then, you know, it's it's about what moves them are the most important at the moment. Um, mm. But in terms of if I, you know, forget the fact that you might have restrictions in your team, uh, the first player that would jump out to me is Ronaldo. Yeah. I just want to add to that while you're there. He was at, cause he was obviously one of my picks as well. Of course, um, he was actually uh, top for shots in the box with nine in the last two matches and also top for big chances total amongst forwards so again totally agree with Ronaldo he's that United coverage because uh, the fixtures we, we're all every se- every seasoned FPL player is fully aware of those fixtures now for United and they play Norwich Brentford Brighton Newcastle and Burnley so you've got five teams there that you you sort of have to attack don't you and you sort of need United coverage so I'm going to just go on to my uh, my pick um, if that's okay. So um, I like the look of the Villa fixtures. Now, I've been watching the Villa games um, for the past few, actually, since Gerard took over and they've improved massively. Um, we've seen that because they started winning. You know, they've sort of dramatically turned it around since Gerard has took over. Um, someone that I've been looking at is, we've obviously been talking about the whole big at the back, it's in decline. You know, there's, there's cheaper options out there now um, with fixtures just as good. Um, with and still with attacking threat, and one of those people I wanted to look at was Matty Cash. Um, so if you are looking for a replacement for maybe an Alonso or I don't know, a Reese James or someone like that, um, 
I think Cash could be a, a great option. So he's he's actually first among defenders for penalty area touches in the like through the entirety of the season, um, which I found quite shocking. He's only ahead of the likes of Cancelo and stuff. So he's joint fourth for goal attempts as well. So he's also above Cancelo for that. Um, and he's, in the last four played, he's joint first for shots inside the box. It's um, quite surprising, actually. It is surprising, actually. And I think what Gerard's done with Rangers is he's he's utilised those um, wing backs with with I mean, Tavernier, obviously with Rangers and stuff. But he's a different breed. He's you know he takes penalties and stuff, so his stats are sort of heightened because of that. But I think what he does do well is utilise the wing backs, and Cash is very interesting. Um, and and also the, the 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 fixtures are really interesting as well for Villa, um, because although they've got a couple of toughies in there, don't get me wrong, they play Liverpool next, so you'd probably want to avoid that one. But then they play Norwich and Burnley, they then have Chelsea in the middle of that, and then they play play Leeds and Brentford. So, I think you could probably easily bench cash for those for those games, or at least you know wait to buy him until the Norwich game. So. He's another um, he's another option um, that I wanted to add. Um, so Max, I'll let you carry on with your second. Yeah. So I'm just gonna do if it's okay. okay I'm gonna do a joint pick because they play for the same same team. Um, if I've picked the same player as as you, it's all okay. If 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 apologies. you if I've got anything that I that you haven't mentioned and you pick the same person, I'll just add to that. Um, okay. So yeah, no worries. Um, so I was going to mention the Watford King and De- King and Dennis. Now again, looking at the you know the last four game weeks, Kings had two goals, Dennis is three. Both of them are getting good amount of attempts uh, on goal with t- eleven and ten respectively. So, and the reason I mentioned these because of course Ronaldo's on the radar. There's a lot of other players that are you know high perfor- um, performing players that cost a lot of money, but. I think these two players here are a good way to potentially um, get in some of the more expensive players because they're only, I believe, they're only 5.9, I, th- I believe, both of them. 5.9 and 5.7, I think. Um, and if you look at their next few fixtures, I mean, they've got Brentford, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Wolves, West Ham. Okay, you know, Crystal Palace have been been decent here and there. I mean, and 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 so have Wolves. But I think Brentford and Burnley are two games where they could where they could do well. Um, and they look to be a little bit more attacking under Ranieri. And I think from the basis that a lot of um a lot of people need to find budget for for some of the more expensive players they're going to go for. They could potentially downgrade someone to get one of these players in. Um, and as I said, you know that in terms of from an attacking point of view, they're up there with the with the high performers in the league for the last four game weeks. And of course, what you need to look at, as we we know in the past, is players that are doing well now, not what players that might do well in the future. Um, so yeah, that's my basis for these two players. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to add um, a little bit to yours actually. Um... In, in in terms of because Dennis wasn't one of my picks because I'm slightly concerned that he goes to the Afcon, and um, mm. a little bit I'm not too sure what the situation is with with Dennis and and you know in in terms of the Afcon if he's going to go or not, um but yeah um King was also one of my picks um he's 
He's obviously nice and cheap. He's five point seven million. He's had two 5. returns 7, yeah. in the yeah. He's had two returns in the last four. Um, in the last six games, he's actually fourth for goal attempts. He's actually third for shots in the box. And amazingly, in the last six, he's first for big chances. Um, so which I which I found quite surprising actually. Um, but again, you mentioned it already. You know, fixtures—they're really good. That he plays Brantford, Burnley, Crystal Palace, and Wolves. And I just think if you've got Tony and you're looking yeah. for a yeah, he he's just an easy switch out, isn't he? And he and it also saves you money. Um, it's great that he's on penalties as well. Um, so he sort of has that sort of like Tony factor, where he you know he's on the penalties, he's playing for a club. Um, that are scoring goals, that are in form, and the stats probably more so back King up than Tony. Um, so it could be a blessing in disguise, not that Tony's got COVID, but just the fact that we, we've we now got an excuse to get rid of Tony because he was just sort of, you know, sort of stuck in our teams, wasn't he? Yeah, um, Tony was kind of here and there, wasn't he? I mean, he scored, what did he get a goal not so long ago against Everton? But there was very there was a lot of blanks, wasn't there? Yeah, um, yeah, it's it, it's 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 a tough one. It's a tough one with Tony because you never quite you never quite knew whether you wanted to keep him or what did you on a on a weekly basis because he doesn't exactly pass the eye test either, does he? No, um, but yeah, that's so you know that's both of us talking about the Watford players. I mean, I think you can you most people agree that Watford under Ranieri they they do seem while they would while they don't necessarily seem very good defensively from an attacking point of view their play the numbers are showing that their their attacking players are getting chances um so you know as we said you know you need to you need to look at what's currently happening and and that's that's what the stats are showing 100 percent um yeah so my what i wanted to add to that uh, my obviously my actual pick um another pick is and it's someone that is someone that you're not probably going to like <laughs> And um, and that is Damari Gray. So he's 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 nine point six percent. He's five point five million. So he's in that interesting bracket at five point five million, where a lot of people aren't too happy about Embuemo, um, and a lot of people actually may have owned Gray originally. Mm. Um, so maybe it's a, maybe it's a case of bringing him back because he's had two returns back to back now. Um. Again, they have fantastic fixtures. In fact, between game weeks 18 and 26, there's no red fixtures. It's green or grey on the FDR. Um, yeah, I just look at, the, look at the fixtures for Everton. They've got Crystal Palace. Um, they've got Chelsea, OK, but then they've got Leicester, Burnley, Newcastle, Brighton, Norwich, Villa, and then Leeds. I just think when you're looking at targeting a fixture, or targeting fixtures and fixture runs, sort of regardless of their price, I think you have to look at the potential. And mm. and and although Damari Gray, he's been a nightmare. You know, he, he's been a nightmare. And, and don't get me wrong, Everton's fixtures have been tough. And we would have originally looked at that Arsenal game because you're in great form, to be honest. You would have looked at that game and thought, mm, don't really fancy Damari Gray for that one. But looking at his fixtures ahead and looking at Chelsea at the moment, even, you know, even I'll admit that, we don't look fantastic at the back at the moment because of all the injuries we've got in central midfield. Um, so for me, I, I just I just look at Damari Gray and think at five point five million, he could be such a good 
Um, he could be such a good buy for that run and you could happily leave him in for 10 weeks. Um, mm. I think adding to that, Lewis, I think the the goal and an assist off the off the bench might have um, cemented his kind of game time as well. Um, because, you know, the fans will want to see him now. Um, and after that performance, when he come on, he scored a great goal, you know, set up, I, the other shot went off the bar and then went to Richarlison. So I think you, you could argue that his... He's um, going to be kind of the shining light in the in the game weeks to come. Yeah. So I'll let you crack on with another pick, Max, if you've got one. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know whether I really want to talk about this because everyone seems to be going on about him. But um, Silver Bernardo Silver. Um, many say he's overperforming. You know, many many, and you could argue perhaps he is. Um, but in his last four. You know, he's got four goals. Um, he's had one interesting thing. It was Gundogan actually had more attempts on goal than Silver. Gundogan had 11, whereas Silver had seven. So it was an interesting one. But either way, um, Bernardo Silva is slightly cheaper than Phil Foden. Um, and Phil Foden, I was looking to get until yesterday, where mm. I heard he had a slight knock. It was an ankle injury on in the Champions League. Um, a lot of people were saying he didn't perform very well. I didn't watch the game, but um, so you could argue that Silver is kind of going to continue to his run in the league. In you know yeah. his run of starting in the league, so that's why. And you know players are in form. Uh, we've seen Gundogan do it last season, and what what's who's to say that Silver won't continue his current form as well? Yeah, another great pick. I, I totally agree with Bernardo, 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 <laughs> Bernardo Silva. <laughs> uh, Bernardo Silva. I think, obviously, with Foden, he's looking a bit sketchy. You've got Gabriel Jesus, who's took an injury. Um, it's all a bit um, it's all a bit tough, isn't it, to work out with the City attack. And Although, again, Bernardo Silva might, you know, a lot of people might not buy into him. You've got to look at the fact that I think he's the second, or is he the first now highest point scorer for City? Um, it's either him or Cancelo. He's he's either second or first. So he's definitely doing well. And when he does well, um, we've seen that he hauls, doesn't he? Hasn't, haven't we? So, again, another, uh, another good asset. Um, I just wanted to add uh, one more. Um, I just Just sort of, discussing the United um the United fixture and I also think Sancho could be a great um a great asset. I think there's a lot of people out there who can't afford Ronaldo and that's becoming a a, a realistic poss- you know that's becoming realistic for many many FPL players now. Um I suppose it might have helped because of the situation at Spurs, you know, they probably you can probably release more money now because a lot of people didn't including myself didn't really want to sell Son. Um but now we sort of have to. Um, but if you're looking for cheaper, if you want to spend elsewhere, I think Sancho, 8.9 million. He's a high presser. So um, Ragnick is going to is gonna really like Sancho. He's had four starts in a row now. Um, and he's got some really nice uh, nice fixtures coming up. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's me. They're my top picks. Um, I think we should probably start looking towards <laughs> what we're going to do. <laughs> Uh, for the game week coming up because it starts Friday this week. So it's a Watford versus Brentford game. Um, I know who I'm looking at and it involves a player on the first day, but I want to know your plans, Max. Captaincy plans, um, 
everything. Yeah, so um, do you know what? A player I was actually considering was Madison. Do you know he's got two mm. goals and two assists in his last four, and he's actually got 14 attempts, but, you know, and he's got Newcastle next. But as you mentioned, the Tottenham game, there is concern that he might not play. Yeah. Um, currently, I have two free transfers and I have 0.4 million in the bank. My bench isn't too bad, but I've got... So if I go through my starting lineup right now, which I've got Sanchez in goal, so potentially I'm looking at 10 players now because my substitute goalkeeper is Steel. Um, yeah. Rudiger against Leeds, Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo, who, are, who will be starting. Um, I've got Yotta, Smith-Rowe, Son, Salah. And then I've got... I've got... White starting at the moment, and then I've got Watkins okay. and Benteke up top. Now, my plans at the moment are to potentially bring in King for Tony mm. and to take out Rafinha for um, for Bernardo Silva. Now, that would of course be within my two free, you know, my two transfers. Um, but the, the issue I have is I do really want Ronaldo, but as you yeah. mentioned, you know, I, I just can't. Um, I don't. I can't afford him. Um, do I want to take? Could I take out some potentially to try and fund it? Yes, mm. but how many games is he going to be out? You know, we don't know hundred percent at the moment. I mean, no, he's probably going to be out for one game, but we don't know hundred percent. So on that basis, I'm just going to bench. If he if he gets benched, he gets benched. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, to have you know, 10, 10 players playing um, for this game week. Um, I was concerned about, you know, whether Bernardo will play, but on the basis that, you know, you mentioned Jesus is also injured. Uh, you've got the possibility of phoned and not playing and his current form, you would expect him to play. Um, so for me at the moment, they're my plans. I mean, would I want to start Watkins up top against Liverpool? Ah, maybe not, but you know, Gerard's hate, going to. I don't out. hate that myself, to be honest. I don't. I wouldn't hate that. I just think, yeah, I think the mm. whole thing with Gerard and stuff. Um, he's he's maybe. he's got them attacking. He's got them scoring, hasn't he? Yeah, that's true. And maybe you know he's going to his old club. <laughs> you know what he's gonna he's gonna want to yeah. win. You know he's gonna want to show. You know what I'm. You know I, I'm I'm doing. I want to do. Of course he's gonna want to do well against his old club. Um. So and Watkins is. He's scored in big games in the past. Um, so, you know, that's why I'm, I'm going to gonna start him. And, of course, I'm kind of with two of my players potentially having COVID and I'm, I'm having a few injury injuries concerns as well. Like that's kind of, I'm going to have to accept him playing anyway. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, at the moment, that's my squad and that's my starting team to go for game week 16. So not totally, not totally sure yet. I think you're in the same position as me. It's an absolute nightmare what has happened. Um, just in regards to the the latter part of the game week, I had two free transfers last week. Um, I was looking at, um, I was looking at easy swaps. Um, I was looking at Jesus out for Ronaldo, Tony out for King. So I was, I had two transfers, and they're the transfers that I wanted to make. Um, originally, I didn't mind holding Rafina, but obviously today found out that not only is Bamford injured again, but they've also lost um, Phillips now as well, um, 
which is definitely a concern for me in, in regards to being a Rafina owner. My bench is horrendous. Um, it, it's Williams, Sissoko and Davis. So you can see that I've got issues. Um, although I've got two free transfers, you might think I've got a bit of flexibility. I've, I haven't. Um, and that's hoping that Smith Rowe's fit. I think Smith Rowe's going to be, be fit. I think you think Smith Rowe's going to be fit as well, don't you? But mm. um, in terms of in terms of Jesus, I don't think he's going to play. I don't think Tony's going to play, and I don't think Son's going to play. So that's three players. Um, and do I want to play Williams against United? Very unlikely. So yeah, I've got four players that I need to get out at the moment. Okay, so if I got rid of all them, it'd be a minus eight. So that would be Rafinha out, Son out. Casey's out and Tony out, which I'm not going to do. Obviously, there's no way I'm going to take a minus eight. But I am willing to take a minus four. I don't mind taking a minus four because I know there's so many people in the community that have got Spurs players and 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 they've got Tony and they've got weak benches. You know, they've got it. it it's, it's some of them. Some people are even double Spurs. They've got like Regulon or you know Emerson Royal and stuff. So. I think my main priority is is to keep Rafina because he's playing. He's a playing player, um, which means that I would then have to get rid of Son, Jesus, and Tony, um, which would mean that uh, again you've 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 mentioned someone already, Mark, someone that I could be potentially looking at, uh, Bernardo Silva. Um, I could be looking at Bernardo Silva or Yotta. I could be looking at one of them for Son. I could be looking at Ronaldo back in for Jesus, and I could be looking at King for Tony. So I've got that. Um, I've got that Friday night player that I want. Vernis uh, just scored such a goal. Well done. That's it. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a difficult one this week because I don't really want to take loads of hits, but I also need to be sensible. I need, I think, you know, I need eleven playing players. Well, you've got the goalkeeper as well, potentially. Have you got the same Brighton goalkeepers as me? Um, because if that game gets cancelled um, against against Spurs, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not hugely worried about the goalkeeper situation. Um, mm. His, you know, goal, their, their scene is not very high anyway, is it? Um, so he's he's someone that I'm. I'm not hugely worried about, but uh, but yeah, they're the three that players that I'm looking at. I'm 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 looking massively at um, Bernardo Silva, Ronaldo, and King um, because I want to hit that fit United fixture run. I also want a I also want a bloody play in a City attacker would be nice, and um, and also obviously um, King. So yeah, that's where I'm at. It's it's basically. It's it's one of those situations that could change at any given any given moment. Um, I mean, hopefully we get news that Spurs play. I just yeah. it just seems very doubtful. It's a lot um, of spanner in the works, isn't there? At the moment, it's so many things happening, and it's like it's difficult to predict. It's difficult to you know manage your team yeah, when you, they've got yeah. external factors that are out of your control completely, even more so than the normal ones. Um, so it's difficult. But obviously Salah, he's captaincy for you, I imagine, as well. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to captain Salah. Yeah, <laughs> he's at Anfield. You know, he has. When has he not gotten an second return? The last what, once this season. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah you've got to play it safe. Um. So, 
yeah, we're gonna. And if you want to, do you want to add anything to your game week plans or anything, Max? Before we just before we move on. Well, there was there was me potentially wanting to take a minus four, um, but. I'm not going to mess about with my goalkeeper, really. I, I think I, I'm likely going to go into the week with 10 players and I'll accept it. Yeah, I think if you're going to take a minus four... Not for a goalkeeper. For, for an outfield player, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I'd be yeah. happy. Could you be taking a minus four this week or no? Well, I've got two free transfers and I've got the budget to do it, to, to bring him in. So, yeah, I I won't be taking a minus four. Yeah. Um, OK, we'll just fingers crossed about the Spurs news then. So, I just want to move on to pick three this week. Um, another big win, thirty-five points. Max, you um, you you weirdly came second. Weirdly, <laughs> I'm I'm always up. I'm catching I mean, up. You do in well, these last but... few weeks. Nah, to be honest, I've never been that close, have I? No, you've done really well this week. So you've got thirty-four points uh, this week, um, and the winner got thirty-five. So you're only one point behind. Um. It looked so, a bit yeah. rigged. It would nice look one. a bit rigged, though, wouldn't it, Lewis? You're doing a shout out on our own pod about me. It'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> but yeah, so the winner got 35 points. He got he managed to hit Mount, Son, and Trent. Um, so big 30, big 35 points. So um, his name is Rajat R A J A T. Um, his his um, his username is at Rajat underscore FPL in capital letters. So capital R. Add lowercase a j a t underscore capitals f p l. Um, so yeah, uh, a big well done there. Um, let's take a look into dodgy differential max and how and how that's going. Yep. So my differential was Watkins, and he blanked, which was unfortunate considering he got the offside goal. Um, him and and um, Jimenez, who was my dodgy differential, who did not score. Um, this week we had a, so we had an inter- another international player um, from Poland playing. So we had I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but it's at S I W S O N E I O R O. So Simon Sonero. Now he was correct with his dodgy differential being Madison, but incorrect with his dif- differential being Wood. Now it was interesting because Madison, he's he like I said, I thought he was quite good, but. He, he didn't score last game week, but he has been having a lot of shots recently. But yeah, so a few players now that uh, need to be monitored. But yeah, that's uh, the dodgy differentials for this week. Great stuff. And any, any news on the next content creator that you're going to be inviting? No, I will be releasing that later this week. Okay, great. Um, and that's us. Um, so it was nice to catch up again, Max. I hope the, um, I hope the top picks have helped the listeners for the week ahead hopefully we hear some news to clear up the the spurs stuff and um and yeah max are you are you looking forward to the game week ahead or are you a bit bit anxious about about um well (laughs) it's chaos isn't it at the moment yeah i mean i found you know as long as you get you don't need all your players to score as long as this as long as the captain as long as salah does well Mm. and we get you know three or four other players that do you know do decent and you know get some form of haul it's so you know i found that as long as five or six players do five players half your team does okay then i should be all right so that's what i'm hoping for um but hopefully green arrows for us both Hmm. happy with your rank so far Uh, doing really well aren't you um yeah to me this the last i've got green arrows for the last six weeks i've been kind of ticking on 
you know okay at the moment uh, i'm concerned though with you know all these fixtures that over christmas um you know a lot of things can change and i there is a few players that i want to have but i can't afford um but yeah i'm just kind of taking it game week by game week and going from there really great um in terms of my rank obviously it's 500k it needs to get better i know that but the positive is that um I've had green arrows for the past seven weeks, small, but it's progress. Um, and it's going to be a long, tough season for me. I think, I think it, it, it's different for you, isn't it? Because you just, you just sort of maintain rank, don't you? Um, well, I don't know. At the moment, I've, so from game week nine, I was rank 385k. So I've gained about over 300k in the last, you know, six or so weeks. Um, but I, I want to, of course, go higher. But I know this is kind of, as you know, Lewis, this is kind of uncharted territory for me. <laughs> so I'm definitely taking it game week, game week, and, and going from there. Okay, great. So we're going to end it, end it there, guys. And obviously, thanks for listening again. And uh, again, Max, it was great to catch up. And I hope you have a really good week. And um, I'm sure I'll, I'll be messaging you in the week if um because we've got pretty much the same team anyway we've got um, similar teams so hopefully we go both go in the right direction <laughs> yeah exactly just the shame we haven't got the same rank but uh um, no. <laughs> but yeah but yeah i'll see you later and again thanks for listening thanks guys catch up soon lewis cheers see you later mate. bye bye